welcome to another exciting but unique episode of Bridge the Gap. My name is Colton Cockrell. I am a financial advisor and certified financial fiduciary with Share McKinley Group. Uh, and we're going to have a good show today. It's going to be fun. We're going we're gonna to be on camera. We're going to have a conversation. Uh, really, but before we go any deeper, I have to introduce you to my co-host. I always say she's on my left. However, it's virtual. So she's across the I guess across the pond from me. What do I say? I don't, I don't even know. Okay. She, she's in the internet somewhere across from me. So everybody, Trisha Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. Trisha Stetzel, Results Extreme Business Solutions. And here we are for another great episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. So Colton and I come together every week to interview local business professionals and industry experts. Our goal is to bridge the generational gender and life experience gap in business through our own unique styles of gathering information from our guests. All right, so Trisha, take it away with our sponsors. Okay, so we definitely want to thank Mr. Jim Butcher with Allegiance Bank. We couldn't do this without you. Uh, we really appreciate your support, both um, getting this started and keeping us going. Yes, and we want to introduce our lovely guest today. And Trisha, I'm going to let you, like always, introduce her by reading her bio. Okay, perfect. That sounds great. So I have the pleasure of introducing Dr. Roxanne Edrington. She's a chiropractor, a clinical nutritionist, and a functional medicine practitioner. She is a healthy lifestyle coach, a public speaker, author, and a 50-plus competitive athlete. She's been in practice for 27 years and has a passion for helping others achieve better, healthy, better health and vitality. Welcome, Dr. Roxanne, to the show. Hi. Thank you. Welcome. We have a ton of questions for you today, so I hope that you're ready to answer, answer them. And I just kind of want to lay the groundwork here. Um, we talked previously before we got started, uh, and we're going to be focusing on weight loss, but also how eating can affect your immune system and actually lower it. So I really want to kind of dive in there. Uh, Trisha, do you want to start us off with questions? Yeah, I would love that. So in the uh, corona times that we're living in right now, Dr. Roxanne, we're all quarantined, basically, uh, kind of confined to our houses. And I see a lot of people eating things that they probably shouldn't be eating because we're under stress. And weight gain is a potential problem. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, the weight gain and all of the issues that come can come from not taking care of ourselves? Right. You know, um, I'm seeing this a lot too. In fact, I had someone reach out to me and said, so for my 600 pound life, how do you get a hold of the producers? Because they're saying after they get out of quarantine, this is going to be terrible. And, you know, I want to stress to everyone, now is not the time to be just mindless eating. I know you're at home and you're watching TV and, and you're sitting around. It's so easy to, you know, grab the bag of chips and, uh, it's and in the grocery stores, I know right now the more processed foods are probably a little bit more accessible than the healthier foods, but now's the time for us to really buckle down and concentrate on eating healthier meals because when you eat more carbs and you eat more sugar, um, basically that lowers your immune system. Um, this, if you do it day in and day out, will create something called unbalanced blood sugar, meaning that your sugars, blood sugars are going high and then they're going low and then they're going high. And this roller coaster ride, one, is going to make you tired where you're not going to want to exercise. Two, it's going to make your sleep terrible because when your blood sugar is low, you can fall asleep, but you're going to wake up at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning and not be able to go back to sleep. Thirdly, it lowers your immune system because of the stress on the body. 
high, high sugar actually creates a lot of hormones to do, and I'm not going to go into all that they do, but basically it flip-flops your hormones to where they're not working like they should. Estrogen gets more converted to testosterone, and then also you're producing more fat, um, but several other things. So now people's health is really on the line, and, and with the coronavirus and, and lowering your immune system, just because of the ways you're eating, you're really just setting up yourself for a really horrible storm of events that are going to make you now more susceptible to anything, even just allergies, not necessarily the coronavirus. And so I do uh, also want to point out here, she did mention 600 pound life. She's actually, uh, Roxanne has been aired on my 600 pound life a few times. Um, and she educates the, um, I guess the clients of the show. I don't know what to call them, the participants. Um, so she has a lot of experience in this field. That's why we have her on today. Um, so Roxanne, you, and I know that you can just keep going and going and going about this. Um, but can you expound a little bit more on the idea of just how to eat? Because uh, people have the idea that, you know, good food or healthy food, first off, it's more expensive, but also it tastes bad. So is there anything that you can kind of? <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. So I know everyone has different philosophies. There's some people out there that are vegetarians, vegans, they're doing intermittent fasting, they're doing the keto diet, they're doing all that stuff. And people are doing a lot of this stuff for weight loss. And, and, and I totally, um, accept everyone's philosophy but right now the really it's crunch time and the most important thing for people to do is eating smaller meals more frequently um so each meal should consist of protein and definitely some kind at least a cup of vegetables and the reason why that's important because there's so many phytonutrients that are found in vegetables and the protein's important because it's the protein that breaks down into amino acids Amino acids are the building blocks of our muscle mass, but it also helps us make antibodies. It's really good for our immune system. So people that are eating more carbs and sugar, but they're not eating protein, are not setting themselves up for a disaster. So I say eat every two and a half to three hours, smaller meals, the portion size I tell people you can use your hand. The amount of protein you should do is about the size of your hand. Men have bigger hands than females, so of course, you know, they're going to eat more. And then the um, amount of carbohydrates, for those that eat carbohydrates, just what you can hold in your hand. That's all. So for a lot of women, that's about a half a cup. And then, of course, vegetables at least do a cup. Now, at this time, when we're talking about health, there's really nothing beneficial about carbohydrates. They basically just give us our glucose. Every single cell needs glucose but the carbs are the least essential um, macronutrients that we need right now, mostly protein and vegetable. So can I ask you this real quick? Is the reason why the carbs are not essential is because we're not working out or? We're not working out, we're stressed. So when we're stressed, we're making more cortisol. Um, and it's, it is important to do some carbs, I, but don't overdo carbs. Like, like I said, for women, I say do you know anywhere about a half a cup, three fourths of a cup. And for men, about a cup. But um, again, there's many people that don't want to do carbs, and that's fine. But make sure you're getting your protein, whether it's animal source or vegan source. So, Roxanne, I want to talk a little bit about stress eating, right? You've kind of tipped on it. We're, we're talking about it. People are not eating right. But how do I keep from walking over it because I'm bored? right? I'm under stress. I think I'm hungry. So I'm going to the refrigerator. I'm going to the pantry multiple times a day because I'm not used to being at home as much as I'm at home. 
what, what are some tips and tricks to keep myself on track from doing that? that that's a really good question. What I do is I tell all my patients, we, we basically get on a plan. Um, my eating schedule is my first meal is around eight. My second one's around 10 30 or 11. Um, my third one's at two, my fourth one's around four 30. And then my fifth one's usually around seven, seven o'clock. I make sure I space them that way. Sometimes I eat and I'm like, okay, well I'm still hungry. And that's usually because of boredom. So what I'll do is I call it the hot tea or hot coffee trick. I will drink something hot. Sometimes it's just hot water with lemon, but I drink it really quick. And there's something about as soon as that heat hits my stomach, I'm done. I'm, I'm full. And, and I use that trick too when I'm making food. So I don't start picking in the pantry. I just drink something hot and that pretty much satisfies me like soup would, you know, for at least 20 or 30 minutes. But That's you have funny. to have a daily schedule. Yeah. And one of the things that my husband and I have been doing is packing our lunches right? Like we're going to work. So every night when we're making dinner, we pack our lunches for the next day. So we go to the refrigerator and open up the refrigerator and open up the lunchbox and go, oh, I guess that's what I'm eating. <laughs> yes, exactly. Planning ahead is really important. And you know, right now, as you probably know this, Trisha, it takes 45 days to create a new habit or 45 days to stop an old habit. And right now is such a great time for people to start incorporating these healthy habits because the number one obstacle I hear every day in my office is, well, I just don't have the time. Like I want to meal prep, but when I come home, I'm tired and I just don't. And we have a lot of time right now. There's no reason that we're not meal planning or prepping. And there's no reason that we're not exercising once or twice a day. Because that just makes you feel better. Exercise walking. You, don't, you can walk in your backyard. You can walk up and down the stairs. That creates endorphins, which makes you happy. And then people in your house look better. And people in your house you like better when you're making those endorphins. <laughs> less stress. Less stress. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Fulton, what do you got? Yeah, no, it, <laughs> so true. Um, I love how you threw in the habit there. Trisha can definitely appreciate that. This is one of those podcasts you're going to have to go back two or three times and listen to just to absorb everything Roxana said in the last 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so, but no, can you, can you kind of, um, uh, cause I know that you are a figure competitor, you work out, that's like your life. Um, and you stay in good shape. Can you talk about what people can just do at home? Um, cause I've seen your videos. I've seen your dogs jumping up and down on you. As you're, <laughs> yeah. They're hilarious. Right. Right. Can you kind of just uh, elaborate on that, please? Yeah. So first off, I just tell people that normally don't exercise, um, just get out and walk. And if, and if walking hurts, maybe just start five minutes a day. Everyone has five minutes in the morning. And then if that's easy enough for you, you can do 10 minutes. And, and then again, for the people that work out all the time, of course, they know how much to do. But that's a good start. But then we need physical activity. We need to actually use our muscles. And there's a lot of simple things you can do. One workout that I do is um, I will do like push-ups, but push-ups can be modified. You could just lean against a wall and then kind of do a push-up moment, a, a movement. Other people will put their hands on a desk and their feet on the floor, obviously, and do a push-up. And then you can get on the floor and do push-ups. But you can do like five push-ups. You can then, you know, roll on your back and do like 10 sit-ups and then you can stand up and do like 15 air squats. And that's like you, you squat down like you're about to sit in the chair, tap the chair with your glutes and then stand back up. 
And that's one round. You can do five rounds of that. And that's pretty much a whole body workout. It's very easy. And, and as Trisha said, yes, I did that outside and I was videoing how to do it. And um, my dogs got involved. I was doing box jumps basically. <laughs> and my boxer decided to join me and that was not planned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute boxer, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and let me, let me continue down that because you're, you're just a wealth of knowledge. Um, so going back to eating right, uh, and really exercising, you, you mentioned habits during this uncertain time and people, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff going on that people are concerned about what are benefits that you're seeing besides, you know, forming habits during this time that, that people can cling on to and, and, you know, take advantage of. Right. Well, with this time, I would say, um, exercise, I mean, in the sense that even people that don't like to exercise, there's so many things on YouTube, so many things on Facebook, Instagram, they're looking at all the social media. Um, look at some of these things because exercise is a real hard thing to incorporate. It sounds, the word is terrible. People, it just sounds tiring just saying the word, but if you change it and say gentle movement, uh, swiftly walking, um, taking deep breaths outside in the gorgeous weather, um, doing gentle stretching, kind of yoga moves, all those things are really can change your brain. I mean, it does. Research shows that when you do these things, your brain changes, the chemistry in your brain changes. So that's important. And the second habit, it's so hard. The people I see gain weight are the people that eat only twice a day. And they're not even eating that many calories. They're not hungry. They don't want to eat because they're stressed. And I just, I, I mean, I really have to keep reminding them that it's so important to eat frequently so that they can balance their blood sugar, but because that's also going to create more energy. And, you know, this is one thing I tell all my patients to remember. When you wake up in the morning, your body's pretty much in a hibernation mode. Nothing's happening. As soon as you have your first meal, it's like, boom. It's like you just created this bonfire because your body's breaking down these calories. You're, you know, all this energy is being released. I mean, that's what calories are. So as soon as you start that fire, our goal every day should be to keep that fire lit. So after our breakfast, just like a real bonfire, two and a half, three hours, you need to add more fuel to it to keep that fire lit. And then to, you know, you have to continue to do that because what people are doing, they're waking up, not wanting to eat. So they still just have smoldering coals from the day before in their fire. And then they don't eat. And now around 11 or 12, they have a big lunch and boom, they got a fire going. But by two o'clock, three o'clock, that fire's out. And again, there's no activity. And then just like a real fire at six o'clock, if you try to put a log on a fire that's gone out, it takes forever for that fire to reignite. So if people would just get up and eat and just kind of fuel that fire, you know, throughout the day, they're going to have energy, they're going to feel good. And that's the way you speed up your metabolism. If they're fueling I, with the I, right I, food. Yes, yes. And I love that. I love the idea of talking to people about fueling the fire. It makes it simple, right? You yes. wake up, you throw a log on the fire and you continue to fuel it throughout the day. It makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. And the logs I'm talking about are like protein sources and vegetables and a minimal amount of carb and also fat is good healthy fats yeah not, we're not going to throw on a twinkie on the fire and because that's more like just a, a leaf so <laughs> a leaf like because leaves just burn up so fast that's like what a twinkie would do we want a solid log because that has a deeper harder burn 
I love that. So speaking of Twinkies, Colton, <laughs> do you have a question? I do. Roxanne, because you eat so clean, if you had to, would you eat a Twinkie or would you eat a, I'm trying to think of something that's still kind of off the wall, or a bowl of ice cream? Ooh. Um, you have to choose one. Okay. Well, if it's in the summer and I'm hot, I'd probably go for the cold thing. If it's in the winter and it's cold, I would go for the, the Twinkie thing. Well, okay. That wasn't as hard They're both going to be terrible. I'm going to feel terrible afterwards. I already know it. So it just depends on it. <laughs> What, what's more convenient? See, Trisha, th this is what happens whenever I don't plan the out left field question ahead of right? time. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we did insert some other questions that we haven't used before, but I would like to use today. So Dr. Roxanne, um, if you don't mind sharing with us, and I, I already said this in your bio, but tell us the generation that you're in, right? And which generation you most identify with. Okay, I am, uh, we'll be 54 next week, I think, I'm 54 years old, and you know what, I identify with all generations, because what I'm doing is I'm just balancing my blood sugar throughout the day and moving. I love that commercial, a body in motion stays in motion, mm -hmm. a, a body at rest stays at rest, and that needs to be taught, I see a lot of pediatric kids, that needs to be taught young, because the mothers aren't doing it, so when I can get my hands on them, I, I have a a strong passion for them because they don't have a lot of choices, but once they understand the process, they pretty much can do it on their own. And then of course, athletes, I don't care if they're 20 years old or if they're my age, 50 years old, it's still, you want to eat to have peak performance. So why I eat the way I eat because I'm old. And if I don't, if I, if I wasn't eating the way I would eat, I wouldn't have the energy or the ability to keep up with the younger people. So really age is not as important as how you're exercising and what you're eating. So all ages I reach out to because I wish I would have had someone like me when I was young to teach me because I was, I always felt really depressed. I starved myself. I, my, I have obesity in my family and I was always starving because I'm, I'm, I, I'm disciplined enough to do that. <laughs> so anyway, that was my thing that, so I, I just, Having someone help you and guide you to do those things is probably the best in all yeah. ages. I think that's great. So in closing, um, one, I want to make sure people know that you have a book out there called Don't Feed the Sugar Monster. And I, we would like for you to, again, tell us your name, the name of your business, and how our audience can reach out to you if they'd like more information. Okay. My name is Roxanne Edrington, and the name of my business is Dr. Roxanne's Wellness Strategies. Um, I have a website. It's drroxanne.com, just like it sounds, D-R-R-O-X-A-N-N-E.com. And my office number is 713-899-7073. Well, Roxanne, thank you so much for being with us. I do want to uh, give another shout out to our sponsor, uh, Mr. Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. And would you like to take us away, Tricia? I sure can. If there's a certain professional or a profession that you want to hear, uh, on the show, then leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. And we'd also love for you to subscribe and share this podcast. Colton, it's your special moment. It is. So Roxanne, buckle up. I got a disclosure I have to give. So here we go. Colton Cocker, which is me, is with Sherman McKinley Group LLC. We're located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, uh, Friendswood, Texas, 77546. Phone number 281-992-5698. Securities offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member of Finra Sherman McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc. Boom. 
Boom. Dr. Roxanne, thank you so much for being with us today. This concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. And Trisha, we just did that today. <laughs>